Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. It is August the 5th. And uh, we have a, we're going to pick up what we started last week when we were talking about the different rules in the book, Harris Rules. I was surprised, actually, so many of you seem to appreciate us reviewing the different rules. And um, based on the feedback, I think a lot of you guys like that. So we're going to pick up where we left off last week. But before we do, I want to let sh- all of you know that we're seeing a pretty steady increase in um, the world coming around to the reality that there is no V-shaped recovery, and I mean, when's the last time you even heard that even out of some sort of big housing pundit who's always trying to b- breathe hopium, you know, up the housing markets, right? It's not going to happen. There's no V-shaped recovery, and furthermore, it, we're now starting to see, and you know, Julie, it's predictable, right? These, it's not like when Julie and I were telling you guys this was going to happen, um, that we had some sort of, you know, alien level knowledge of the future. It was just sort of predictable if you just follow patterns, and if you've been in the real estate industry for long enough, you know, these things, if it hadn't been coronavirus, it would have been something else. It would have been something else. And really, at the end of the day, the coronavirus and the recession, maybe depression that's following it was essentially just a, a predictable thing that was going to happen that was going to end a, a very bubbly housing market, let alone economy. So these are all normal cyclical things. So if just, you know, as you guys start reading them, the increasing number of articles that are coming out that are going to be talking about the inevitable foreclosures that are going to start taking place um, into next year. Don't start thinking that, you know, you are going to be somehow uh, washed out to sea, not knowing what to do, because we've been here, we've done that a number of times, and we will tell you exactly what to do. We'll tell you to do it long before you need to know how to do it so that you're prepared. We're not going to leave you guys in a situation where you're wondering, you know, how did all the world change and here you are stuck not knowing what to do. We're going to prepare you out long, long before you need to really worry about it. And that's frankly the reason we want all of you in our free coaching program, the very least in our free coaching program. Obviously, the smarter amongst you are going to move forward and and join the premier coaching program. But if you're interested in joining um, the uh, free coaching program, just text the word survival to 31996. Text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, you're going to be entitled to a daily free coaching call. Um, with one of our coaches and Julia has been running those free coaching or been running those daily semi-private coaching calls usually two or three days of the week. So this is an opportunity for all of you guys to get firsthand immediate urgent information um, and be ahead of the curve and so that you can prepare for whatever the market becomes because there's no doubt and again you're going to start seeing these headlines and don't fool yourself into uh, believing you're politicized they're just a reality with this number of people having lost their jobs and the banks now essentially admitting the fact that they're starting to put some pretty fierce overlays on lending standards with appraisals now starting to get pushed back with all these things starting to take place the banks the appraisers the everybody is all anticipating there to be a a real spike in defaults and a real spike in foreclosures guys if there hadn't been a big foreclosure moratorium if there hadn't been a big um rather it was an eviction moratorium and a foreclosure forbearance uh you know mortgage forbearance payment you know the whole thing had that not happened you we would be right now we'd already ban it for sure. We'd yeah. be deep in the weeds in, in uh, the foreclosure crisis 2.0. Sure. So it's coming. It's inevitable. Um, there's only so much kicking of the can down the road that's going to happen. So just be mentally, uh, don't be 
you know, caught by surprise. Stay close to Julie and I, and we'll always be giving you firsthand, immediate, actionable information about what you should be doing to prepare for the uh, change in the weather. So, Julie, you just finished a bunch of coaching calls. Yes, as and, always. Yes, yep. as always. Anything you want to share well, from your... I think that what we're going to see will be different than the foreclosure avalanche of 2008 and nine, partially because, I mean, mostly because the circumstances are completely different. Back then we had come off of a boom where virtually everybody had a subprime loan. There were tons of people that probably should not have closed given that there were things known as uh, no income, no job verification. <laughs> like you can barely um, fog a screen, right? So now we have a mixture of things. I'm already seeing from some of our coaching clients, I'm seeing some uh, short sales are starting to become a topic, certainly price reductions, people who have lost their jobs. And at the same time, we still have hot first time buyer market. So you can have two things at the same time. The market does not have to be all foreclosure right. or all super hot sales, uh, I'm sorry, uh, seller's market. You can have those happening at the same time in the same market. And that's why it's so important to be frosty about your actual subject property. Know your seller. What is their situation? What is their net? You know, a lot of agents don't even do seller net sheets. Well, but even know their market. I mean, you said something really important. Even in the biggest shit show of the foreclosure crisis back from 07 through, you know, you are still seeing in those hardest hit markets, little pockets of housing that were still hot. So you can't just summarily just assume that all of your market's going to be in some sort of, you know, price reduction mania. There will be certainly a bulk of it that will be, and there won't be a seller's, there will maybe be a tinge of seller's market um, here and there, but for the most part, you're going to be dealing with price reductions. You're going to be dealing with sellers that are cranky. You're going to be dealing with sellers that are, you know, emotionally and financially attached to past realities in terms of property values. You're going to see, and, and I think we're already seeing this, you're going to see more and more sellers that are going to be underwater in what the house house is actually worth. Yes. And you guys got to remember, and this, and, and this seems basic, but I, you know, this is kind of amazing to think about. If you if a buyer bought a $500,000 house and they put down, let's just even say, um, you know, let's say they put down 10%, right? And let's say that house is worth exactly what they paid for it. What are their selling fees from selling that house? Right. Their selling fees from selling that house are going to be what, six to 8% with taxes. And if you're in one of these East Coast states that charges transfer taxes and whatnot. So their entire down payment, if that house hasn't appreciated, which a lot of houses will not be appreciating, they'll be depreciating. That entire down payment is wiped out. Now that is going to be an an emotional, you know, real issue for a lot of these sellers. And it's going to be an emotional issue with the agents that sold those now sellers were buyers houses, because they're not going to know how to have those conversations with those past clients about what, you know, Mr. Seller, guess what? The house I sold you two years ago is now worth less than what it's worth. They don't even want to have that conversation. No, they won't. And that's the reason it creates a whole bunch of opportunity for a different set of agents to start taking a commanding position in the marketplaces because so many of these agents won't. It's not that they couldn't learn the skills to have these conversations. They can sign up for the coaching program just like you know anyone can. And we'll teach them what to say and how to say it. It's just they don't feel comfortable having those conversations. And if their whole business lead generation was predicated on centers of influence and past clients, and now they're not necessarily wanting to solicit those centers of influence and past clients because they're fearful of the fact that a lot of those centers of influence and past clients are underwater in their houses. You guys see how that opens the door for a different set of agents to start gobbling up market share. Mm-hmm. That's the reason, look, we're not looking forward to a real, you know, obvious market shift. We're not at all. The 
the vast majority of people will suffer needlessly in the real estate industry because they weren't prepared and the people who they trusted to prepare them, maybe those people weren't prepared either. So really it's just a cycle of ignorance that leads to basically a, a cycle of real discomfort and sometimes some real hardship. If you're listening to this podcast, you owe it to yourself to pay very close attention and to be mentally, emotionally prepared. And then you know, do the smart things. Join the coaching program. Obviously, text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Buy our book, Harris Rules. It's like $11 on Amazon. It's like $12 at Barnes & Noble. You can get it at Target. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it at bookstores and airports. You can get it everywhere. You get the Audible version. Yeah, you can get the Audible version too. Uh, so do whatever you can to start educating yourself up. And be very, very weary of spending, and I mean any time, talking about anything that's not going to lead directly to you being in a position to help somebody and make money. And that's going to be all this time-wasting talk about social networking and Instagram and Facebook. I got an email from someone who a lot of you guys would consider our competitor, and he had just made some sort of video he was real geeked up about, about he's, how he's figured out some hack, basically, to make it so you can uh, swipe your Instagram videos up, even if you're not... I I mean, I didn't even watch. I, I didn't. I just read the copy. I didn't watch yeah. it. But I'm sitting here. You know, I was looking at this email, and I was thinking to myself, I know that a bulk of the agents receiving that really goofy message, they're going to think that that actually is something that they should know for the sake of actually making money, and it's not. And no one's there giving a counterbalance to those agents that have only come up in the industry and really since 07 who believe that buying leads, who believe that all these other fallacies that basically are, you know essentially completely operational through the real estate industry are the way that you basically are the real work in real estate. And they're not. And, and you guys are going to discover that as the market starts to change because you don't have what it takes to basically round the bend. You could. It's not like you don't have the aptitude for it. You do. It's just whether or not you're going to be willing to actually put in the effort because you can do it. You just have to be willing to do it. So, I mean, I hope all of you guys are listening. There's only so much, like if you are a coaching client, trust me, Julie and I would be a hell of a lot more direct with you, <laughs> really. I mean, would, right? This is the nice version of us pleading with you to basically get remove heads from uh, posterior so that you, you know, frankly, you guys need to start thinking about, oh yeah, Julie's got uh, rule 13 Segway. pulled up. Segway. Okay, I'll, I'll toss it over. Okay, well, Julie's got a perfect Harris rule number 13 pulled up, which actually works out perfectly. Well, so what you were saying can be summarized as rule number 13 from our Harris Rules book, be the best at what matters, yep. right? Not at swiping on Instagram. Be the best at what's ma what matters. I want to read this quick paragraph. Eric Schmidt, who's the former CEO of Google, was giving advice to Sergey Brin, the new CEO of Google, and Schmidt told him to, quote, be great at five things. Also, in his autobiography, Steve Jobs writes that he received similar advice from both his father and his mentors. We agree with them all. Being great at a simple list of things is what will bring you wealth in real estate. In a world of seemingly endless options and distractions, how do you know what definitely leads to a paycheck in real estate? So in this chapter, I mean, our rules become chapters. We talk about how to be the best at what matters. So first of all, what actually matters? We have rules for lead generation. Okay, so if you are not good at lead generation, none of the rest of what matters matters, okay? Because you gotta generate the lead in order to go to the next thing, lead follow-up rules which leads to pre-qualifying rules, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Are you These are the are, things that make you money in real estate. Are you listening to what she's saying? So really at the end of the day, your life, success in life in general, comes down to doing three to five things every single day at the highest level. That's it. And you need to operate like it's a 
flipping checklist every single day. They have to be the right things. They can't right. just be random things. Right. Well, so for example, and then we talk about this excessively in our book, obviously, but you you know, you know, want to, as far as business stuff, you want to make sure that you're generating the exact number of proactive contacts every single day that you have to, as determined by your real estate treasure map, which is your real estate business plan, which by the way, we give you when you join the real estate, when you join the free coaching program. And it's also in Harris Rules, the book. Um, so just text the word survival to 31996. But once you have determined what your magic number of listings is, the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial expectations, that is the exact number of contacts you're supposed to be making every single day. I don't want to get into the weeds about defining it any more than I already have. Just do this homework and do the research. We've already left the breadcrumbs for you to follow. But that is number one that all of you must be doing every single day. And it cannot be predicated on how you feel. No. It cannot be predicated on whether you feel like doing it or whether you're not, you know, whatever. All these emotional, you know, lazy excuses that a lot of people have normalized um, that are all centered around um, non-business thinking, those are the things that are making you guys broke are going to cause you an un unneeded uh, suffering, unnecessary suffering. Remember, and some suffering is necessary, by the way. Suffer you're going to have to suffer when you're learning something new. That suffering is required, but unnecessary suffering is the suffering that because you are unwilling to learn something new and you are unwilling to do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level, you now are putting unnecessary suffering onto the people that you are tasked with taking after. That would be your family. So if you put unnecessary suffering on them because you were unwilling to do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level, that is a, I frankly, I think that's immoral. So you need to seriously be thinking about this stuff as you move forward and really challenge yourself as to why you're so enthralled with things that don't put you in a position to help people and make money. It's because they're easy and they don't involve um, rejection, which would be another minimum standard I would say I would cast for all of you if we were frankly personally coaching you. In let's, let's say for example you had a minimum standard based. You have a nice sale price of having five listings at all times. Well, that means that you would have to be putting yourself. So that's you know that's a minimum standard. That is the goal. So that means you have to make five. You have to uh, make five proactive lead contact or uh, contacts every single day to a decision-making adult, not a buyer but a seller. So you have to learn skills and how to know how to basically solicit sellers. It's not difficult. You can do it. And now the second rule would be if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no and not from your family or your dog or your mm -hmm. wife or your husband or, you know, but a real solid rejection from a, pro a prospect. If you're not putting yourself in, in the position to hear that word, at least probably if your magic number of listings is five, you have to be willing to hear the word no probably at least 10 times a day until you basically uh, worked yourself up to having uh, five listings at all times. Another minimum standard, and this is also in our book, is you want to make sure that you call every single lead back within 60 seconds and follow our pre-qualifying script, which is designed to root out um, prospective sellers. Remember, we focus on helping you guys become listing agents. And then there are a lot of other minimum standards, but you can see by the nature of what we're saying, we're not talking about reading your affirmations. We're not talking about journaling. We're not talking about you know, essentially sitting around uh, in a yoga pose trying to manifest what you want in life, right? Those things are luxuries that come on the other side of you having to learn and mastered the art of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. You can do those things, those woo-woo pseudoscience things after you're financially secure and you've provided financial security for the people that you're, um, you know, you're responsible to. So what's the next rule, Julie? 
Yes, it's called FOCUS. The word FOCUS stands for follow one course until successful. So this sort of speaks to the fact that agents like to dabble, try out, see how it goes, sample. I mean, some of you guys are like, you know, 30 day free trial addicts and you get them, but you never do anything with them. And then you decide that it didn't work. Well, you've got to work it by following one course until successful. So how many of you guys listening right now don't pursue something like the obvious for sale by owners because you dabbled with one or two or right? heard someone or that heard did worse. or you read about it do it it wasn't right. even you but you know you heard something about that 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 is not following one course until successful agents who actually have that as a spoke have an actual system they talk to them every day a for sale by owner pops up in their market there's no possible way that that for sale by owner is not getting called by that agent today combining what julie just said and combining what i was saying previously look how many of you are so into creating these overly complicated lead generation funnels where you're having to pay for the lead from a Facebook ad and you're funneling it from this bucket to that bucket to that bucket. Look how much time, yeah. energy you're spending trying to create anything and everything so you never have to actually learn how to be a proactive uh, lead generator. Sometimes they do that without ever having conversation. Because you're so living in fear of hearing the word no. Yeah. Right? I was having a fantastic conversation with a um, a top producing, it was a team actually. And I was talking about their, um, the way that they manage, the, how they manage incoming leads off sign calls. You know, it was not included in actual conversation with anybody. Ugh. Their whole system basically was lead comes in, um, lead then goes into a CRM, the person gets dripped on. Guys, drip campaigns do not work. Do not stop, stop wasting time and stop wasting money on these elaborate drip campaigns. And they do not work because your leads, which you think have value, have no value. Your leads have no value because everyone else has the same exact leads. You think that buyer, that seller that's in your CRM drip campaign isn't also in 10 others? You know they are. What has value is your ability to pick up the phone, be of service to that person, ask the right questions in the right order so that you can help them solve a problem, which is buying or selling a house. That has value. And the idea that you can somehow, and why don't you do it? Why are you wanting to do the CRMs and the drip campaigns and all this other crap? The reason is, is because you don't want to learn the skill. You don't want to put yourself in the position to potentially say no. I mean, can we stop pretending that it's anything other than that? And what happens on the other side of you actually saying, you know, I do not like the way Julie especially speaks to me on this podcast. She is so rude. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. But you know what? I know it's true. I don't want to admit it's true. I don't want to think about it being true, but I know it's true. And I know that I do avoid any, I do any, avoid anything that even remotely resembles rejection and discomfort. And I know, you know naturally, by the way, listeners, you know in your core that what we're saying is true, that everything you want in your life is on the other side of probably a fair amount of discomfort until you've learned to basically essentially overcome your fear of no. And then, and you've done that because you've mastered these skills that are necessary for you to become somebody who's truly independent, who's truly a, uh, a proactive lead generator, who's not beholden to buying leads. You're always going to be beholden if you're buying leads. You're never going to be free. All it takes is some algorithm to be changed or some, you know, some you know silly thing where the company that you're buying leads from just decides, well, you're not getting the leads anymore because you don't have enough five-star ratings on this site or that site or all this Mickey Mouse crap. So you guys never actually learn how to be independent, to be free. You just are essentially beholden to all these people that have their teeth firmly clamped on your credit card and on your wallet because they know that you don't know how to generate your own leads. Next point, Julie. Yes, the next rule is the future belongs to the furiously fast. 
So we address in this chapter common mistakes. We've alluded to some of these already. Passivity in the process is what I call this in this chapter, okay? And that goes to drip systems and all the rest. Don't wait for a buyer or seller to email you. It's not their job to find the comps for their home or the right home if they're a buyer. They're hiring you to do that. It's your number one job. So are you, this? I see this all the time with, you know, the excuse is always there's no inventory, there's no inventory. Okay, so you've got a whole bunch of pre-qualified, totally motivated, ready to buy buyers. The only reason they're not in contract is because you're relying on your MLS, you're not being proactive about it. The future belongs to the furiously fast. The faster you do the job for them, the faster you're gonna close, the more happier they're going to be. And the longer you take to do it, more likely they are to fire you as they should. So why don't agents, especially ones that seem see themselves as top producers, why is it that the first thing they do is they delegate the most important thing, which is their own effective lead follow-up? Why do they delegate that? I, I think they believe that's, that, I don't know, because they know that it, it's the most important thing they've had to do it. You think you guys- I, Maybe it's ego because they believe that, you know, they can just build this thing and they don't have to do the hard work anymore. But it, it's a terrible thing to delegate. Can you imagine going to a surgeon, going to a doctor, and basically the doctor who's known for being really good at a particular procedure says, you know what, I'm just not going to do this shit anymore. I'm out. You really think that doctor's going to stay in I'll business? I'll let my assistant do it for me. You really think that assistant's <laughs> going to do the same job as the doctor? No. Of course not. But why is it that you guys think that? Because you read a book, you went to a seminar, someone convinced you that your job in real estate was to delegate everything. Well, and in fact, the prospect kind of gets pissed about that. Of course they do. And when you look at them, if you guys really want to see the business models, they're working at the highest level. Now, let me define what that means. Julie is going to the premier coaching call. She's li losing our, uh, leaving our podcast studio. And if you guys are in Premier Coaching, make sure you attend that call every day live. Have a good call, Jules. So why is it, exact to the, to my previous point, why is it that you guys are, let's talk about the uh, pre-qualifying, the calling back of the leads and the delegation of things. Why is it that you guys think that those are things that you can delegate and have a consistent result out of? You can't. Because if you have, for example, buyer agents that are calling leads back and they're not, you, you're going to immediately lose half the buyers that also have houses to sell because they're not going to be as effective as you at calling people back. And some of you guys even make a worse mistake. You use some ISA to call back and with a you know very heavy accent to try to call people back and somehow magically convince them to want to do business with you. If you look at the most successful real estate agents right now, and let's define what success means in our organization. And you know, according to Harris rules, success is measured by profit, not by units or dollar volume. Profit, the litmus test of how successful you are as a real estate practitioner is not how many houses you sold. It's not how big your team is. It's how much profit you make because it's with that profit that you can reinvest that profit into things that'll make you uh, income and where you can become rich, where your money works for you, you no longer work for your money. So in many cases, we've had teams and brokerages, mostly teams that have come to us and asked us about the fact, especially in times like this when the market's changing so fast, and they're asking us about the fact that they listen to our podcast begrudgingly, maybe a couple of them, right? Maybe they listened to read the book and now they're realizing that their business has no profit and the marginal profit they have is even being reduced even more so as the market starts to change and they don't know what to do and the reason they don't know what to do is because they never learned how to do the real work of real estate they never actually learned and thus they don't know how to teach people to do proactive lead follow-up 
do how to do proactive lead generation. They're beholden to buying leads. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to teach and hold others how to do it. And now they have to relearn. Well, here's the good news and here's the bad news. The good news is you have time because really the market is not really going to change in a real meaningful way for probably another six months, we think, because we think the government's going to be able to have this extend and pretend thing go on for at least another six months, maybe a year. Okay. The bad the bad news is, so that's the good news, you got time to learn it. The bad news is how many of you are going to procrastinate and you know, if it's six months from now, how many of you guys are going to procrastinate exactly 180 days before you listen to what I said? And what most of you will do is you'll wait for some experience to happen where you'll lose business, where you'll be in some form of hardship yourself, and then you'll actually remember this podcast and you'll actually take it seriously, what you should have been doing six months prior. It's the whole game Julie and I play, we share with you guys, right? If you are not living the life you want to have, if you don't have the body you want to have, if you're not living in the house you want to have, or the car you want to have, the food you want to have, the money you want to have, the financial security you want to have, the love you want to have, the friendships you want to have, the only person you have to blame is the past version of you, right? That's it. Let's be really specific about that. If right now you don't have the bank balance and financial security, it's because the you six months to 12 months, you know, in the past wasn't doing what he or she should have been doing, right? Isn't that the truth? So now you got to be thinking forward six to 12 months in the future. You got to make it so the future version of yourself isn't cursing the present version of you. And the future version of you is praising, thanking, you know, absolutely being grateful and thankful for the past version of you because the current version of you now was willing to finally learn how to do the real work of real estate and do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. Guys, listen. As I read more of these headlines coming out about the changing market, Julie and I are feeling probably the stress more so that you should be feeling. We're feeling it for you and we're channeling that on our coaching calls and everything we produce in our coaching organization. We're, I'm, we're doing more interviews, more everything. We're doing whatever we can to shake as many trees as we possibly can so you guys can then you know, realize that the low-hanging fruit on those trees is no longer there. You're going to have to start climbing up higher on those trees and you better get ready because you're going to need something other than just a six-foot ladder. You're going to need some real skills. You're going to really need to adjust to what the market demands. And here's the blessing part of it. And I mean that in the truest sense. In markets like this, you will feel, once you know what, how to help people, you're going to feel so incredibly, I mean, what you can feel whatever, good, um, fulfilled, purposeful, meaningful. You're going to feel this sense of, you know, it really is purpose that you never would have probably felt in a seller's market because now you're going to have a unique skill set that you can then solve and help other people and solve their problems. You're going to be able to walk into people's houses who may be other agents have you know walked away from because they didn't know how to solve that person's problems. And you're going to see there's little kids in the house. And you're going to know those people are you know one breath from being financially destitute. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know how to solve their problems. They've had compounded problems because they've probably been in this you know holding pattern of not knowing what to do for a long period of time. Maybe it's an expired listing. Maybe it's expired twice. That's what this market is going to be like. But you're going to walk in and you're going to say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, here's what we're going to do. Here's your plan. I'm going to solve this for you. This is what I need you to do. And you're going to start feeling a sense of pride, a sense of purpose that you've never felt before, maybe in your entire professional lives, because you've solved a problem for somebody. You've, you've saved that family from you don't even know what. You don't know what the ramifications of all that financial hardship would have been on that family because you knew how to solve their problems. You've saved them from that unnecessary pain. How does that feel? 
Just the very thought of being able to do that has that feel. Now, here's where the magic happens. You do that enough times, you help enough people, then you all of a sudden, you start essentially getting the, you know, the, the rewards from that work, the rewards from having done what others weren't willing to do when others weren't willing to do it. You start living a different level of life. You start having different types of friends. You start having what you want in life. You start living in the house, in the car, and all these things change because you started with the dominant thought an emotion of I'm here to be of service to other people. That is my mission on this planet is to help other people. If that becomes your true North Star, then if you if you believe it, if you feel it, if you're you know if you're connected to that you know overriding, overarching North Star vision for yourself, then naturally you're going to want to learn how to help people. Because if you know your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people, when you get an email and some goofball is trying to tell you how to basically hack Instagram where you can learn to swipe up or swipe down, you're going to see it for what it is. You're going to laugh at it just like I do, right? And then you're going to tell other people how silly it is. And then the industry is going to start realizing what all of us in this industry are supposed to be doing, which is being of service to other people. That's what real estate people truly are. We are salespeople. But guess what, guys? The highest paid people in the history of history have always been salespeople. There are no exceptions to that. The highest paid people in the history of the world have always been salespeople. Now, they haven't had always had you know the word salesperson written on their business card, as it were, but they have had to learn how to sell. And by selling, I mean they had to learn to master their particular art form of being able to be of service to other people. That's your mission too. And if you stop struggling, if you stop fighting with that, if you just accept that, then on the other side of that is the direction that all of you guys are gonna need because you're now gonna be pulled to this higher version and vision of yourself the person that's designed as you are knowing you're designed to be of service to other people. Does this vibe with you guys? Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's not about gimmicks, guys. It's not about shortcuts. It's not about hacks. It's not about branding. It's not about agent websites. It's not about all this garbage that you guys are constantly being sold. Your your mission on this planet, especially in this capacity as a real estate professional, is to be of service to other people. Does knowing how to swipe up on Instagram put you in a position to be of service to other people? Or is that just you faking and pretending that you're at work? You know, you're watching all these fun videos that don't involve being of service to anybody, knowing how to do anything, and and you're fooling yourself. And the market's going to catch up to you and you're going to get washed under. Isn't it obvious at this point that that's what's going to happen? So listen, guys, please listen to what we're saying. Take it seriously. Don't take too long. Stop procrastinating. Stop... You know, you're not going to find anybody that's you know going to be talking to you guys like Julie and I are. Our the industry, our industry, our the uh, you know the coaching and training industry. It's all sold on mindset, right? Mindset, mindset, make you feel good, dream boards, and all that stuff. And all that stuff has a place, but you are not going to have any time to make a dream board, let alone buy the cardboard to put your dream board on if you're not making money helping people. The helping people part, the work part, the taking action part comes before all the other stuff. The other stuff is a luxury that you have to make sure you can afford to do. You do it out of order, then you're going to find your dream board is nothing other than a bunch of pictures up on a cardboard, piece of cardboard. Hopefully that makes sense. Listen, guys, stay focused, stay motivated, stay connected. Um, you can listen to any of our thousands of past uh, podcasts. This remains the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals. 
Um, and you guys can listen to all the past podcasts we've done and stay connected to us, obviously, on all of our, you know, if you're in our premier coaching program member, obviously attend the calls every single day. If you have any suggestions for the show, if you would like to talk with me, by the way, about EXP Realty and Julie and joining Julie and I's um, EXP Realty family, please feel free to text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you're just wanting to get started understanding why EXP Realty is the next natural smart move for all of you to make, just text the three letters letters EXP to 31996. Just text the letters EXP to 31996. And when you do, we're going to send you back a quick video that you can watch and you'll also be entitled to speak with someone and to answer uh, any of your specific EXP related questions. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.